Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 If you minutes. want to give us a call to be a part of this podcast, call us at 646-STU-138. It's, it's the best part of the show. I look forward to it uh, every I look time. forward to it as well. That's why we got to save it for the end. But let's begin with a story that I'm also excited about um, related to Taco Tuesday, mm-hmm. which is, did you think Taco Tuesday was a thing before LeBron started? It was a thing, but this show, much like sports programming, if you have a LeBron-related topic, A1. Yeah. You lead with LeBron always. Because Taco Tuesday was definitely a thing in LA, but then LeBron moved to LA and he's like adopted, yes. co-opted, one might say, Taco, T- Taco Tuesday. Yes. And then in turn, Taco Bell was like, great idea, LeBron. Let's use Taco Taco Tuesday as well. And also let's pay LeBron millions and millions of dollars, if not equity in the company, to appear in our Taco Tuesday commercial about the Taco Tuesday legal ramifications. I think it is really worth it to do that because... Taco Bell is now able to use the term Taco Tuesday, which mm-hmm. was which was uh, had a copyright claim by Taco John's in New Jersey, um, and they've won. They've come to a truce, except for in New Jersey, yes, where Taco Tuesday still belongs to Taco John. But what does that mean for a national commercial, like the LeBron commercial? You're like, <laughs> you can't just say like, "Hey, New Jersey, here's the New Jersey version of this commercial." I don't know how that works. I'll look into it for the next week's Okay, show. good idea. But Taco John has owned Taco Tuesday since 1989. Have you ever been to Taco John? No, have you? I went to one on the road in uh, Iowa, Idaho, one of those two states. And um, it had ramifications that are often associated with eating fast food tacos. Oh, okay. I've never even seen one at Taco John. It's the only one I've ever seen in my life. Oh. 
Okay, well, I will I, they make more money from this settlement or from selling tacos this fiscal year? Unclear. Very good question. Also, how have they gotten the most publicity possible through this yes. copyright law? Are most people <laughs> listening to this podcast have never heard of Taco John's? <laughs> All right, I let's do not recommend. Move on. Um, onto a story from the Pacific Northwest. This this summer is the summer of climate change news, where like mm-hmm. you just cannot avoid it. And mm-hmm. I'm not even sure this is climate change news, but it's associated with um, behavior from salmon. Yes, and salmon are like endangered basically in in the Pacific Northwest. And the Oregon Hatchery Research Center is working on how to get uh, salmon back to the yes. streams from whence they came. Have you have you seen the salmon bazooka that they used? Like this is probably like eight years ago. No. They would shoot salmon from one area to another using like a salmon launcher. This is a real thing. This has been a problem oh for years. Oh my God, I got to yes. look for this on YouTube. Yes. Wow, that's so interesting. Um, salmon use smell to find their way back to the salmon egg, salmon roe, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and these researchers have figured out they use scent and that part of the scent that they use is a very specific amino acid, which is um, available in a small number of things. Mm-hmm. Shrimp. A tincture of watercress, skin of steelhead, bile of minnow, and yeast from beer. Not yeast from beer. It's like the gross part of beer. <laughs> it's like a sludgy combination of unfermentable fats, congl- coagulated proteins, and yeast that is left over after the brewing process is finished. The salmon seemed to like it. One brewer said it's the grossest part of brewing beer. <laughs> so this is just like the... The like the the trash barrel gross part that you don't put in the beer. I don't understand making beer. There's such like a huge love this a huge industry around it. Love this. And when you go to a brewery, they got those giant metal yeah. things, and you're like, what's going on inside there? And then, but then you could like also do it in your closet with like a couple of bottles. Yes, so- and it looks like the Tin Man's hat <laughs> upside down, but like a giant yeah. Tin Man. And yeah. you're like, is this where my beer comes from? It's like, oh, ye- this one's hoppy. This one's yeasty. What is this stuff? I just, I, I never knew there was a sludge as a byproduct of making beer. This is news to me. I don't know how to make beer. I've me never neither. seen anyone make beer. I have no interest. I, I hope they have a good way of disposing of it, but they should save it for salmon. The salmon. Yeah. yeah, they need to get back to where they're going. I think it's, I read this article and there's one part that really stuck out. I was like, it said the male salmon need to get back where they were born. You can only sort of like lay eggs at like the exact spot from, you from were you born came. yourself. Yeah. Cool. Do the males lay eggs? Um, it seemed like it from the article. We don't have to do any intense well, Googling right now. We might can look into it and get back to us. But it uh, seemed like it. I thought it said female, but you're probably right. Nah, that's generous. Well, well, well fact check by the end. Well, thank you for the beer byproducts getting these salmon back home. Yeah. From I mean, whence they came so they can then recreate. Yeah. It's pretty, it, this is a pretty cool story. It comes from Food & Wine, so check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We got a heist, people. You know I love a heist. And Jacoby, over to you. Okay. There's some um, grain, bean, rice distributors in central Cuba. Cuba. They're called Stevedores. I don't know the direct translation of that. <laughs> so it's just like a guy named Steve doing stuff. I don't know if you have to be named Steve for this job, but it's Stevedores. And what they've been doing is they've got these large bags. And it's, it's, it, this is like a this is this is a, a conglomerate of criminals. What they're doing is essentially what I did in high school with marijuana. You got your bag, and then you take a little bit out of 10 bags, and then you can roll yourself a joint. So that's what they're doing. They've got tons of this stuff, and they're opening each bag, taking a little pinch from every bag, and therefore getting away with a lot of the product. They've been caught, 
and this goes all the way to the top. Even some of the people that receive the bags are in on it, and it's getting it's getting so prevalent that the regular folks are having trouble getting bread because so much has been stolen. No bread? No, there's bread. <laughs> it's just like a little harder to find than it should be. This is the kind of thing, this like reminds me of um, Shawshank Redemption where he's just going very slowly yes, bu- building yes. his his escape plan. This is very similar. It's like just a little bit. Yeah, and, a little bit every day. Yeah. And it adds it, up. It adds up. It's like a piggy bank, you know? Exactly. Put a couple coins in there. Yes. Um, Stevedore uh, translates to Stevedore and it means one who works at or is responsible for loading and unloading ships in port. Shout out to those guys. <laughs> I don't think you have to be named Steve. I don't think so but either. But it helps. But it helps. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like a great conceit for some kind of funny show or something like that. I don't know. All right. Moving on to what could be my personal food news because I'm so excited about this, but it's just regular <laughs> news. Hostess is innovating. And yes. they are introducing a product that, frankly, I can't believe hasn't existed until now. Thank you for leading with that. It 2023. is so obvious. It's right in front of everybody. It's a ding-dong Twinkie mashup. And it's a Twinkie covered in chocolate fudge that you get on the outside of a ding-dong. This sounds awesome. Okay. Let's spend some time on this one because I know you're passionate about this. Okay. Thank you so much. When you saw the headline that said ding-dong X Twinkie, Mm -hmm. what did you visualize? That's a great question. Uh, For some reason, my mind's going towards like an ice cream flavor where they're like bits of both in in an ice cream. Oh. Um, But I don't know. I just was like... Are these not already the same thing? Or I just, I don't know what I was thinking, but I just, I think I didn't pause to read it to like, to analyze my thoughts. You're so excited. I was so yeah. excited. I had to charge <laughs> so ahead. I need more information about this. <laughs> very, very, very on brand for Julia Littman in so many different ways. Yeah, so I just went forward. What were you thinking? I was thinking like it would be sort of like a half chocolate cake, half vanilla cake and mm. cream combination. But what it is more of, which is frankly more enticing to me, it's more of a Twinkie dipped in chocolate. Right. It's exactly what it is. And it looks awesome. It looks awesome, yeah. And also, sometimes I think of Twinkie, I wonder, do they dry out? And I feel like this would keep Mm. it really, would help against that because it would have like an exterior. Yes. And I also think that Twinkie is not Twinkie-shaped. It is ding-dong shaped. It is a ding-dong shape, So which which makes it even more appealing to me. It looks really good. I mean, it really does. They are going to be at Walmart. So I guess I have to go out of my way to go to Walmart to get these. I've distracted from the most important takeaway from this entire story, which is your first response. Why hasn't this happened yet? Yeah. Why hasn't this happened yet? It's so obvious. I don't know. I guess I guess they just get really set in their ways at Hostess and like it's not broke, why fix it? And they just keep it keep it going. It's just like someone decided to put peanut butter and jelly on the same sandwich. They're just like, "Oh wait, oh, whoa." These go together great. <laughs> but I have a question for you. I'm looking at I'm staring at the box and the oh, vi- the okay. visualization of it. When you look at this, and it mm-hmm. says ding dong, it says Twinkie, and then you see the mashup. Yep. If you were given a ding dong, a Twinkie, and a mashup, what would you pick? I don't understand the question. Like, if you're choosing, you can either have, you can have one hostess for the rest of your life. Oh, one forever? final day. Yeah, just, you know, it's your last day on Earth. Then you're going to Mars, and they don't have hostess there. Could you have, a, you could have a ding dong, you could have a Twinkie, or you could have a ding dong, Twinkie, mashup. Mashup. Interesting. Easily. I, I would pick ding dong. I would pick mashup because I'm leaving the planet tomorrow. You want to experience it? On a SpaceX it? flight. And I don't want, you know, I might never come back. So I'm going to try this one just to have that experience. I'm like, I'm leaving tomorrow and I might never come back. I want to leave something with know. something that I know I love. Because yeah. I like them. The mashup sounds great. And I definitely want to try it. But I think if I was given all three options on the table, I would just pick the ding dong. I think that says a lot about the difference between us. Yeah. And my love of ding dongs. <laughs> yes. And your love of ding dongs. <laughs> your passion for ding dongs. 
Exactly. All right. Next, off to the New York Times, where they had a long takeout article, pun intended, about um, chefs who go on tour with, with big pop stars, including anecdotes about Beyonce and Lizzo and Paul McCartney and many more. Um, Jacoby, what was your main takeaway? 20 minutes. Okay. Um, there was a lot here. My main takeaway was these chefs are definitely producing two different meals. It's like below deck. Like, yeah, the guests get this one and the crew gets that one. Do you think of all the roadies, like all the buses full of people that aren't on stage that are part of this traveling band? The chefs need to cook for a lot of them. I have some other, other takeaways. Number one. Well, can I just dispute that? No. Paul McCartney's chef very specifically said no one on the tour. Can, no one's allowed. No one can get. Yeah. And he like he cannot make a meal for anyone that has meat. So anyone who knows what like roadies look like and behave like and they're like general lifestyle, they're burgers and fries guys. Yeah. He, he was know? like, it's not going down well, but yeah, it has to. Yeah, That's yeah. the way it is. Paul McCartney's uh, trying to change the world. My biggest takeaway had nothing to do with this article. Just one simple sentence. There was an, an anecdote, not even in a quote, just at the end of a paragraph. And it was. Jared Leto would want organic purple popcorn with every meal. What the fuck, Jared Leto? What is purple popcorn? What is purple popcorn? I'm assuming it's just blue corn popped. Probably. Right? Yeah. But like, Jared Leto, just chill out, man. Popcorn with every meal. That's enough of a lift. Does it really have to be purple? Does it? Some purple popcorn is um, has like a grape on the outside, but I can't imagine Jared Leto eating that. So no. it's got to be just like blue With corn. With every meal, it'd be one thing. It's just like, hey, man, once in a while, throw in some of that purple popcorn I love. But every meal, I need purple popcorn. Come on, Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, it's like completely ridiculous. I do love knowing what the celebrities want. Um, the sort of overall point, though, is like, in general, people are just like moving towards being ultra healthy all the time. That's what's happening. So yeah. they have so they have, they have, have to bring their chefs. So they have they don't have like crappy craft services. Aren't left to wonder, oh, what am I having in, in Stockholm tonight? And then what am I having in London yeah. tomorrow? Like... Beyonce wants what Beyonce wants, and she's she's yes. not. And there's definitely it up. one thing I loved about the undertone of this article was like it really felt like they were saying like in the 80s and 90s it was just like just cocaine and Jack Daniels. Absolutely, yeah, we have cocaine, Jack Daniels, and we stopped McDonald's, and now it's just like all vegan all the time, <laughs> organic vegan wellness Erewhon vibes. And it's like okay, roadies, you want to have meat? Well, you can't, but drink as much as you want. It's yeah. sort of like the Go other, ahead. the other undertone of it. Um, I do love articles like this. Plus, there's just been so many tours this summer. like So many tours. And so it felt very current. Here's um, here's one thing I want to leave you on. Okay. Beyonce's favorite cookie. Okay. Reese's Cups Cookies. Vanilla base with Belgian milk chocolate and bits of Reese's peanut butter cups folded throughout. Sign me up for that guy. They look really good. There's a picture Ooh. in the article and they look awesome. And they Ooh. have like a drizzle of chocolate on top. Oh, yeah. Looked amazing. I, 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 th Beyonce needs to just brand those Beyonce's bites and I'm Ooh. in. I am in. I was glad to know she has at least a little sugar. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. I can have yeah, sugar yeah, too yeah. then. Yeah. Like once a day. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. You can have as much sugar as you want. I just want to say uh, this article is written by Sue Yun and it's called Meet the Chefs Who Feed Beyonce and Lizzo on Tour. Check it out. It's it good. is good. It has a nice illustration as well. All right. Next article. Chipotle mm. has introduced a machine that makes guacamole. This machine, one may call it a robot, as the article does from People. Um, they have a different name for it, even though it is still, they call it a cobot, collaborative yes, robot. Yes, collaborative robot. I don't like this. So here's the thing. It's a misleading headline. Sure. It doesn't make guacamole. It, it like cuts the Peels avocado. Peels and yeah. cores the, the avocado. Right. So if, if you think like, oh, human jobs are being lost, or how does it know whether I want it spicy or not spicy? No, no, no. It just—it's just a machine that peels and 
cuts the avocado and takes the core out, which frankly sounds very efficient and helpful <laughs> in a Chipotle kitchen, don't you think? Yeah, it's also like a really large machine. Yes. And so it's it's called big footprint. Big footprint. On here it says avocado on the on the picture, yes, which, yes. Is, which is a better name than Kobot. And, and did you see what they called the chippy one? Whoever names these is having a ball at their job. <laughs> no, what's the name of the chippy one? Chippy. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the one that makes a tortilla chip. Yeah, chippy. And like before, Great names. When, I, when you read the headline, you're like, God, now they have a human. A, they, a robot makes my avocado. Like we're replacing humans, which should be human jobs with robots, AI. Let's go on strike. They, like the whole thing, sort of like. But then you read it like, nah, that's fine. Yeah. I, I I would not want just a totally machine-made guacamole. That's no. like what you get at the grocery store when it's like prepackaged and it's disgusting. Yes. Like and you're the like, sabra. And you're like, someone made this three Ugh. days ago. How is it possibly still here in this planet? Or even worse, when it's like the sabra package kind. Oh, yeah. Like this was on a truck going yeah. across country. And it's like, no. it's like, do they put green dye in this to keep it green? Who knows? Like disgusting. What is totally even in there? So disgusting. Or a guacamole that has one consistent um, texture. Yeah. That freaks me out. They're like, this is guacamole. I'm like, no, it's not. It's one of the most disgusting Hummus things. can have one consistent texture throughout, and I'm fine. But guacamole needs to, I need to see, like, jalapeno, onion, garlic, yeah. chunks of avocado. I need to know that it, it was once, like, these separate ingredients. Yeah, so I wouldn't even want to eat that, even if it was, like, efficient. But I'm, I'm happy. I am happy to know that it's not replacing humans, and also it will still taste yes. handmade. Because that's like, it's a food that should not be, like, ultra-processed and, like, Machine, and let's machine be honest, labor. taking the skin off an avocado and taking the core out of it, that's, that's annoying. Help. And yeah. imagine if that was your job and you're like, what do you do for the last 90 minutes? All right. I had this box of avocados. Core of some avocados. Yeah. So I just did that, turned on turned on the food news podcast and got banged out that. No, 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 no. So this is actually nice. I'm 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 on board with this. Shout out to the Autocabo. The Autocado looks great. Avocado. Um, all right, next. Barbie marketing is fucking everywhere. It's insane. Literally everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm impressed by it. Like, although I, I think I hit my peak like a week ago. A week ago, I was like, yeah, I really want to see Barbie. And now I'm just like, eh, I just want to see Oppenheimer. Let uh, me know when there's tickets available. Bought my tickets for Barbie already. I want to see both. Are you going with your daughters? First of all, sexist. Going with my whole family. Great. My son is also interested in Barbie. Oh, as good. am I. Good. I mean, yeah, because the marketing has been so complete. Yes. No human on this earth is unaware about Barbie coming out. Yes. Including those who frequent Burger King. This has become like a Burger King SpawnCon podcast. Yes, it really but has. But I got to say, not getting a single dime from Burger King. Nor a fry. Not a fry has <laughs> not been fry, provided. Not a Whopper. Not, not anything. Not that we're not open to it, Burger yeah, King course. executives. I'm also open to La Colombe, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> wondering. <laughs> So Barbie has introduced a couple of different Barbie-themed foods, including a burger that comes with a pink sauce. Which is also trendy. It's totally like we're double trending now. Yeah. So I really like the proliferation of burger sauce, like being a permanent fixture yes. when you go to a restaurant. Yes. But this burger sauce is pink. So I'm like, okay, it should be a horseradish sauce. Sauce. There's no other explanation. But it's not. It's a like a bacon smoky sauce. So it's like yeah. a pink barbecue sauce. And yes, just that's like, what it is. Just like, can't you just get a little bit more creative? Maybe people don't want horseradish, radish, so it wasn't worth it. But when I see pink, yes. that's what I'd be expecting. Also, I have two words and a question mark for this okay. whole story. Why Brazil? <laughs> I don't know. What about Brazil? Were they like, you know what? The Brazilian market is going to love this Barbie meal. Just only in Brazil can you get this. <laughs> uh, it's a great question. I don't know. I mean... I will say I got some feedback on the um, Thai Burger King burger last week, oh, which is yeah. just 20 slices of cheese. Someone DM'd me to say that her sister was in Thailand and people were buying the burgers for the cheese because cheese is so expensive there because it's imported. Huh. So I think it is like kind of a delicacy. So I guess they must do some market testing and they're like, oh, this this will market 
so interested some, in something pink. Something about Brazil, but it's not just the burger they have here. They have the milkshake. Yes, strawberry Nesquik milkshake. Yes, and then they also put a donut on top of the milkshake, which I, I reject these things. That's I reject like a wedding thing. At weddings, they do that sometimes. It's I too reject much. food too much sugar. as a garnish for my beverage. Like mm. when you get a Bloody Mary, like this Bloody Mary comes with a chicken wing. It's like, I don't, like what? How about a slice of bacon in there? Still, no. I like a very standard Bloody Mary, and I love a yeah. Bloody Mary, but yeah, I don't want any. I like celery and olives celery is and fine. lemon. That's yeah. basically like, it. Those are like drink garnishes, but when you start putting actual food on it, like they, so this milkshake comes with a donut. Yeah. It's like, that's an either-or situation. It's not even a mini donut. It's a full-size yeah, donut. Yeah, I don't need that. It's just to have more pink. But one thing I did love about this whole collaboration. Yes. Ken's potatoes. Yeah, that's good. They're just plain potatoes because he's just Ken. He's just Ken. I love it. She's Barbie and he's just Ken. I yes. love it. It's been a really, really good marketing campaign. Well, I told Congrats you that, to the people at Paramount. Yeah, I, I can't imagine what the number is, but I'm going to Barbie. I told you that they have a uh, a Pinkberry flavor, right? Yeah, I saw it. I I'm right walking down the street because I live by a Pinkberry. They I have a Van Leeuwen flavor, and then three doors down, oh they God. have a Pinkberry <laughs> flavor. I'm like, did they not even get the frozen dessert? Like, I like they don't even have the rights. It's like, all right, I'm going to do a deal with Pinkberry. No other frozen dessert deals I, can be it's done. It's true. It is true. It's, it's like, like, what? Maybe everyone, maybe this has been the works for so long. People haven't asked questions. I, I, I don't know. I think the lawyers, the lawyers for the studio are just like, we're paying them to do this. So we're just going to put in the contract that it's not exclusive. They won't read it. They'll just sign it and we'll be good to go. That's, I <laughs> think that's what happened. should be fired. No, um, yes. Question, what's the Van Leeuwen flavor? Is it berry? I just walked by. A pink berry, it's a berry, and that's just yeah. like not appealing to me. Like artificial berry, no thank you. My daughter had it, she liked it. She did? Yeah. Does she like an artificial berry in general? Yes. Because I don't, it's just like not a flavor that I like. I, any, everything else, I'm like, well, I, I accept many other artificial flavors, oh, which, yeah. but just not that one. Um. All right. One last story while we're on the topic of fast food. Uh, this is a TikTok story aggregated by the New York Post, thanks to them. Um, and it's about why McDonald's is better in Europe. And this is something that we tried to experience when we were first in Spain. First tried. I experienced it very much firsthand. And you did not necessarily think it was better in Europe, but you liked the ordering, right? I did like the options. I did like the ordering. But Ten it just seemed to minutes. be, it was just a different experience as a whole. And some of the items that she listed yeah. were just not what you would expect. Yeah. Like, so it's when did woman, I have there? Yeah. I had a, like a, basically an eggs Benedict mixed with a burger. Which you was, had a burger with an egg on top. Yeah. But it was also, I think there was some hollandaise-ish sort, sort of sauce sure. involved. But these were interesting. Yeah, like in Italy, they basically have like this like empanada type thing, which has mozzarella and tomato it's sauce like a in it. Pizza puff. Yeah. Sounds kind of awesome. It's like a like a glorified pizza roll. Yeah, it sounded really good. In France, in France, she had like the donut they're putting on the Barbie milkshake, but just the donut, which sounds yes. good on its own. Yes. Um, just like a lot of interesting dessert stuff a in general. Cheesy Dorito burger stuffed with crunchy cheese-filled Dorito-shaped nuggets. I don't know. It sounds like I want a bite of that. Like, I'll take one of those for the table. It's just, you know? Yeah, it's like, it just seems like it's a little bit more upscale in other yes. places. They, yes, They go for things that are a little bit more, like, I don't know. Well, they have a 450-seat McDonald's in Rome, I believe, that it comes complete with, like, a painted ceiling and, like, <laughs> columns and, like, a whole theme. I Like, if you get a play place in the States, you're like, oh, my God, we've found the greatest McDonald's I've ever seen. If it's clean. I, I went yes. to a clean Burger King, and I was like, yeah, wow, well, it's awesome yes, yes. here. <laughs> I went to one where I don't feel like I'm kind of on ice when I walk through it. You know yeah, that feeling so in a greasy great. restaurant yeah. where it's like the grease is on the floor? You're like, why is this so slippery? It's what smells kill it for me. I'm like, oh, I can't come back here. It smells so weird. I have a very strong sense of smell. Okay, let's move on. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important 
to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Taste test. We got some you Pringles. Gather, you gather. I will explain. We've got Pringles, and we all know Pringles. We're very um, Pringles friendly here. But this is their sort of step into a little bit more hearty and a little bit more, it seems, frankly, healthier. These are two different types. We have sweet potato blends One of these is and open. multigrain blends. I'm <laughs> sure that's because our producer was hungry, and he's shaking his head. Whatever. We're, not, We're eating them regardless. It's, this one that's open is— I'm eating it regardless. Blended with sweet potato. Let's start with the sweet salt. potatoes. Okay. You do sea salt. I'll do barbecue. Okay. I'm, that's good. I don't really like a barbecue chip. Oh, interesting. You don't like a barbecue chip? Not my favorite, but sea mm. salt just seems boring. And I'm I'm anti-sweet potato. I'm sure we've discussed this before. I think sweet potatoes are just not. I you, don't care. And this one, you can't really taste the sweet potato, but the structural integrity is not as good as it in a regular Pringle. Mm. So it kind of like falls apart. Pringles are good. I love Pringles. Pringles are good. I'm moving on to home to homestyle ranch. I, everyone Google the Mitch Hedberg joke about Pringles. It's hilarious. It was I, a tennis ball company that just got some potatoes in a shipment. And they're like, whatever. Do you remember? Um, it went away messages on AOL and AIM and no, Messenger. Never had an AOL account. People used to put Mitch Hedberg quotes up a lot. Oh, they're good. Mitch yeah. Hedberg's hilarious. RIP. Homestyle Ranch. I mean, I love a ranch potato chip. I love a ranch potato chip. I've got farmhouse cheddar. Can't go wrong. Mm. Mm. These are thinner. They're not, they're like, the structural integrity is just not as good. First of all, as they're still Pringles. great. Yeah. The multigrains I like a little bit better. They seem to have a, like a, a little bit more of a developed oh. 
flavor. The sweet potato ones didn't taste that much different than Pringles to me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I but just didn't like the texture. The cheddar flavor is a little overwhelming. I'm having cheddar guys. now. A little overwhelming. Hmm. A little too cheddary. I love a cheddar ruffles. Those are really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's probably the best cheddar, cheddar chip. I never thought about this before. Sour cream and cheddar is good, too. I agree. I recently had ruffles chips, just regular ruffles. Ruffles got ridges ever since Luda's got bitches. Um, dipped yeah. in uh, onion dip. Mm. It's like one of the most amazing things a person can eat. Onion dip is underappreciated, so underused, under... It's, it's really a great dip. I love it. I love I it. I love onion dip, too. Me it's too. not in my life enough. I know. I love it. It was like a delight to have it. Um, it's a great segue into personal food news. Great. Yesterday, I was in um, the financial district. Nice. World Trade Center. And... I got a piece of like cake. Have you heard of Lady M? No. Um, sounds like a woman part. Um, okay. <laughs> well, it is a like a French cake place where it's 20 crepes, like stat, like it's like a layer cake, what? but it's crepes with cream in, in the middle. First of all, they're crepes. Crepes. Um Wait, cream in the middle of each one? Mm-hmm. So it's so it's a they give you a slice of that. You don't get the whole thing, right? You get a slice of the cake. A slice of so it's it's crepe. Cream, crepe, cream, 20 times over. Mm-hmm. What is that? It was good. There's a lot of different flavors. I got the original signature vanilla. Wasn't as sweet as I was expecting, actually. Huh. Next time I want to get strawberry, but um, the price of desserts is like completely out of hand. I've already discussed how I've been priced out of Pinkberry. Yeah. And I don't know that I'll be going back to Lady M because my one slice of cake was with tax 1084. I was about to say, if we're getting the double digits for a slice of cake, there's no, just no. And like, you know what I really enjoy? Like, a fun size candy bar for like seventy five yes, cents. A yes. Lucy fun size candy bar at my local bodega. Yes, so, but it, it was good and I liked it and I was like really impressed by um, how well it stayed together. It didn't like fall over. They package it really nicely for mm. you. I liked it, but at ten eighty four, I need to be like blown away. Oh yeah, and I was not ten eighty four, man. So I don't like to commit to a full slice of cake because I feel like I'm gonna get kind of sick of it halfway through. Yet I'm gonna eat the whole thing. Did you feel that way? No, cake is my favorite food. Really? I love uh, my favorite dessert. I love cake. Love, love, love. Mm, I love a sheet cake. I do not love cake. That's why I love Hostess. Because I'm just like, yeah, it's like cake. It's just cake with cream mm. in a lot of different ways. I love it. I'm an ice cream person, which is a great transition to my personal food news. In my neighborhood, there's a place called Anita Gelato. This, if I could buy stock in it right now, I would. This is going to be the next wow. big dessert chain. Well, move go- over Van Leeuwen. I'm Googling it right move now. Move over Ben and Jerry's. Move over all of the pink berries, 16 handles, whatever you have. Whoever's making cronuts, the, the cookies, the insomnias. Move over. Anita Gelato is coming. It is basically an ice cream shop, but it's gelato, right? Gelato and ice cream, we can argue for days what the difference is. Negligible. But what they have is each tin of gelato comes with a hard crust on top. Oh, so it's like if you're getting all of a sudden mint like chocolate chip. It's like I had that with Ben and Jerry's for our, our summer taste test a couple weeks ago. Yes. It's like, so it's if you're getting mint chocolate chip, you get this, it's got a cool, hard crust of melted chocolate on top of it. And they make sure to put a little crunch with your mush each one. Mm. So they've got a, um, there's one, I guess their flagship is up by me on 2nd Avenue in the Upper East Side. I have a bad news. It's an international chain, so. Well, uh, as just, far as in my brain. You, you can't invest and it's not the <laughs> yes. flagship, but keep going. Okay. Well, it's going to be, it's coming to your town soon. Like like that country song. Come in to your city. <laughs> and we're going to serve you gelato. It has a really, it has 150 flavors and um, it has a really nice website. Yeah. And let me tell you, the line inside this place is insane. Oh, wow. 
me and my wife were having a little date night, Monday night, had a little Italian food. I was like, you've never had a needed gelato? She's like, no. I'm like, let's go check it out. The line, it's like a 45-minute wait. That's crazy. It's insane. And it's at off hours, too. Wow. There's never just no one in there. It's never empty. And Van Leeuwen is like six doors down, empty. Well, Van Leeuwen's not my favorite. Six doors down, empty. I think this might be um, Israeli. I think it started in Tel Aviv. Really? Uh, I don't know. They just have four of them in Tel Aviv, which is a lot. That's a lot. That's that's cool. Anyway, this I, sounds great. Just I remember where you heard it first. Anita Gelato. It is the next dessert craze. That sounds... It must have been posted on TikTok or something because like the, the lines are insane. Insane. And the experience is nice. The aesthetics are nice. It's got kind of like a, I don't know, it kind of feels like an old school library in that there. That sounds a little awesome. Bit. It is awesome. There's two in New York. There's also one um, two in Nomad. Minutes. Where? Nomad. Oh, two of my former neighborhoods. That's great. You're so on trend. Congrats, man. <laughs> yeah, please. No, the two coolest neighborhoods in Manhattan Nomad and the Upper East Side. Let's get to some listener food news. Hit it, Mike. Hi, my name is Chloe, and I'm 11 years old, and I was wondering, if you go to a new ice cream place, how do you know which flavors to choose if they don't let you sample? Because I was in New York, and I went to Morganstern's, and they didn't let me sample. But thankfully, I have a go-to flavor, chocolate, so it made my life so much easier. Thank you. Love the pod. Bye. Oh, Chloe. Chloe sounds way more than 11. I know. Chloe is a mature, adult. mature Very 11. Yeah. I love Chloe. Chloe is doing great. She's going into what? Seventh grade? 11. Maybe middle school. She's a big summer for Chloe. She had a trip to New York. She goes think to Morgan Stern. I think I've never she, heard she lives of. here. Oh, Didn't well, what's Morgan Stern? I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Shout out to Chloe. Uh, I think they have it in the village, actually. I just if feel I, if like. I recall correctly. Yes, okay. it's on Houston Street. They always have a long line. So I don't know if I mentioned, I've got three kids and sometimes if one of them gets a sample, then everyone needs a sample. And sometimes there's people behind us online, like not Anita size line, but there's a part of me that's like, I think everyone in this building is pissed off that we're getting this many samples except for us. Yeah, probably. That being said, I think samples should be standard. If you're, especially at the prices you're charging me for an ice cream cone. So if I'm going to commit to $7 seconds. for a one scoop, I want to make sure I'm going to enjoy the scoop. Maybe maybe there should be a little sign that says like one sample per person. Right. Yeah. I I th- I support a one sample per person because then you you got to be able to choose. But I have a few like you just can't screw it up. Like cookies and cream, really hard to screw up. Oh yeah, duh. Every, like mint chocolate chip, cookies and cream, strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. You just have to know what your favorites are and yes. and go for that and yes. just hope that you've invested in the right ice cream place. Yes, but, that's a great point. Chloe, thank you so much for calling. And I want to leave Chloe and everyone else with an ice cream take that I want you to think about and we can address again next week. Okay, great. I think a small ice cream is too large. Thank you. And I would be willing to pay the same amount for less ice cream. Okay. There is some places have like a, a kid. kid size, still, which is still too big. And and honestly, so we didn't go to Anita because it was too busy. We went to Van Leeuwen. Um, my wife opted for the black cherry chocolate chip. It was delicious. And the, the smallest size you can get is one scoop. My wife was watching them scoop, and she's like, that's not a scoop. I know. And it was $6.80, so we weren't mad and we're splitting it. But if I was alone, I do want the option to pay three fifty dollars for half of that. I often have to throw away ice cream. Like even at Milk Bar, where I where I fucking love the soft serve and I went to get it, I was it was a smaller portion, which I was happy about, but it was still too much. And I'm just like, honestly, I, I'm still getting it. I'm just throwing it away. So I for me, it's not even a price thing. Yeah, I'd pay, pay less, but I'm just like, give me less. I yes. don't want to waste it. And, and it's, it's also just too much. it's one of those things where it's just like, have you guys ever eaten this? I know. 
You know, it's just like I just want to be, I just want to walk into like the executive, like, you know, retreat of, of Van Leeuwen or whatever big ice cream board meeting and be like, guys, have you guys eaten one of these? We're all, I'm going to pour you, everyone's going to have, we're going to pass out a one scoop. This is the smallest size that you all offer. And you're all just going to eat a complete one. And then afterwards, we're going to discuss whether or not that's the appropriate size for a single serving for a food that you're supposed to eat after you've eaten food. And also like, it's a, it's known to be decadent. Yes. For me, I, c- I could finish it, but I know that I shouldn't. Well, of course. I mean, I feel that way about all food in the world. Yeah, of if course. I open a bag of <laughs> chips, I'm like, I can finish it, but I shouldn't. But don't put me in the position. Help me stay away from me. You serve less ice cream. Yeah. It just seems like a win-win. There should be a half size. Absolutely. Should, I should be able to- Should be of, an infant size. Or, or, Kids or, too or, big. Or like order by ounces. That's kind of one of the reasons I like those choose your own adventure yeah, handle you things. Yeah, less. Because you can just do a little taste if you just want a little taste. Yeah, but then I go so heavy on toppings. Anyway. I, I want to say, Juliet, that's a great ice cream take. Thank you so much. That's a 10 out of 10 ice cream <laughs> thank take. Thank you. Uh, Chloe, what do you think? Let us know. Let us know. Um, thank you to our producers, Mike Wargon and Ronick Nair. And we'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.